Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Yes, we are live. Dan, you're in the house. You're in a place to be. What is up? Man? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. This is yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah, you seem to have one of these stories that uh, I like hearing about, I guess is what I'm going to say. It seems like things are going very well for you. It's very like, working your way up, going to the top of your game, and then all of a sudden yeah. some you know, bad shit happened, I guess. And, yeah. And yeah. I don't want to you know steal your thunder or whatever, but some bad stuff happened, and you just kind of... How to kind of re rework everything? Is that kind of that? Yeah, that's a great a great read. So you know, we're recording this in um, winter, November of twenty twenty two. I lose track of time. Time is time is hard. Um, came into twenty twenty two and things were going really great with with my businesses. I have two software companies. Um, one that just recently launched launched in twenty twenty two. The other one um, was you know we had a, a nice growth trajectory. I was looking forward to riding that into 2022. And then like a whole um, kind of perfect storm felt like started out this year, a business partner decided to to move on to, um, to another project. Um, and so she, she departed. There were, there were three of us with one of our softwares, Trust Scout, that's that software. Um, and she was our, our technical partner. So she was the one who did all the code and knew all the, knew all the, the development stuff. She decided to, to, to part ways with us. Um, at the same time, my grandmother passed away and, um, also my accountant passed away. Um, and, uh, in tandem with all of those events, all of our efforts with Trescout that had been going so well, just kind of came to a screeching halt. We had, we had uh, made some big plans to to you know go after a new market, um, going from agencies to you know straight to local businesses, and that just didn't at all work for us. We kind of uh, branched. I think we got a little little too. Uh, a little ahead of ourselves, get our get our head out, you know, our nose over our skis. How does that how does that uh, that phrase go? And um, yeah, crashed hard. And so coming into the, you know, to 2022 and all this was happening, it just really made me reevaluate everything that I was doing and ask, you know, is this really the life that I want to be living? Is everything that I'm doing, um, what I want to be doing? I think that as entrepreneurs, 
we often get into entrepreneurship with like knowing that it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a haul. We're going to push through it. And then on the other side, we're going to have less stress, you know, more freedom, more, you know, financial freedom. But then often none of that comes true, or at least not, not necessarily in the timeline that we, that we hope. Uh, And so ever since then, I've just been passionate about helping entrepreneurs realign our day-to-day life with our lifestyle goals, meaning not just putting off um, our happiness, our contentment, our, our families, our, you know, um, enjoyment of life uh, in the, in the present for a future that may never come. So that's, I mean, in short, I can get, you know, I I can get on my soapbox from there, but, uh, but yeah, that's what, that's what I bring into the room here tonight. So damn. So did you always, see yourself as an entrepreneur? Was that your goal mm. growing up to say, go into software and yeah. start your own thing? Not and- at all. Yeah, not at all. I I did not know what I wanted to do when I grew up. That was like, that was, that was me in you know, junior high, high school. Ended up, uh, I was kind of always a creative kid. I liked music, uh, liked acting, liked, you know, um, art, all of those kinds of things. And I think I kind of didn't really fit the mold in my family. My brother's an engineer, the developer, my dad's an, an engineer, aerospace engineer, my mom's an accountant, and then they've got the, the creative kid. Um, <laughs> ended up studying music and ministry and ended up as a youth pastor for fi- the first five years of, of my career. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of reasons in hindsight, hindsight being 2020, um, and pretty quickly in that role, um, I hope this is, this, I'm giving you the long version of the story. So you know, tell me, tell me to fast forward if, uh, if we need to, um, pretty soon after I started in that role, it was pretty clear. It wasn't a good fit, but I didn't really know what else to do. It's just the kind of the thing that I thought, you know, in high school and, and going into college, like, okay, this, this is a, this is something I enjoy doing myself. I may as well do this. Uh, but in hindsight, I can see looking back that it, it was really my youth pastor that encouraged me in that direction, pushed me in that direction. I had to go through this process of really finding myself and and finding what I wanted to do. Um, came to really understand that I I like starting things. I like having a lot of irons in the fire. I like making it up as I go along, and that doesn't at all fit with um, you know, being a being a pastor, right? Uh, you kind of have to fit the mold. I like to break the mold. Um, and so, so that was, you know, I don't know, uh, 2010 or so I, I, that I started out on the, my entrepreneurial journey, the photography company started the meaning movement, which is my podcast now that I also am helping, you know, helping entrepreneurs with this like work life alignment stuff. Um, and I've been kind of iterating ever since that took me down some side paths as I'm trying to equip myself and learn how to, how to run businesses into the software world, um, which has brought me, you know, where I am today with, with the softwares that I've been, I've been building. So that the, was that your first software? Would you say Trust Scout? Is that what it was? Yeah. Called? So Trust Scout was the first that that um, that we launched. You know that we built ourselves. Uh, we we built another one that um, pretty much was kind of dead on dead on arrival. Um, it's learned a lot of, learned a lot along the way as far as like how to build something. But the way I got into um, got into software is through through partnerships. And so I really am a firm believer that partnerships, you know, everything good in my life has come through people, come through relationships. Yeah, I get that. And um, as I was, you know, trying to learn um, about business, about growing an online business, um, got to know um, a guy who was doing some stuff in the SEO space, who was getting involved with a private equity firm. They bought a software company and he was like, hey, we, I like doing business with you. What do you think about stepping on and, and running this, this software company? So that was kind of my 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 entrance into the software world after that then i was like i i, I kind of understand how this works let's try to do it ourselves started started trust and then more recently 
video snap. Um, and so the, the idea has been let's iterate, let's, let's just make new software and see kind of what sticks, what find, you know, finds roots, what, you know, kind of finds a, a good market sure. and then lean into that and, and build on that. Is it tough being in this market right now? Just because in the software, just because there's always new software, new apps, new everything yep. coming totally. in. And I know you just said, and you explain what video snap is, but it's, yeah. Always, yeah. I mean, is that what it is? It's trying to create something new, something that has been done, just trying to stay trendy, stay catchy, keep it snappy. You know, I, I definitely think you want to capitalize on, at least my, my theory is you want to capitalize on what's happening in the market where there's opportunities. And I think a combination of both the interests in, you know, in culture, um, in the market, in, you know, in business, as well as advancements in, in technology and, you know, kind of the intersection between, between those things. But then you layer on top of that, just the competition out there, you want to have some competition if it, you don't have any competition, yeah. then you might have a hard time convincing people that that they need you. Um, but also, in the software, there's such a broad spectrum of um, of players that you're you're going head to head with. And if you have you if you're you know going against a, a VC backed company that has they can spend as much as they want to to bring on as many users as they want. As a bootstrapped entrepreneur like myself, I'm not going to be able to play that game. Um, and so there are like limitations um, that that you have. But kind of to your to your question, I mean, uh, well, let me just tell you what what Video Snap does because I think that could be an interesting way to to um, to frame it. Video Snap is a content repurposing tool for speech, long form speech based content. So what that means is well as on social and you can quickly extract that moment and then make a text over b-roll style video from it that you can then it's basically viral ready for tiktok youtube shorts instagram reels all the places where people are spending time get your long form content which usually doesn't perform well in algorithms into a repackage into a um a, a hot uh, a hot, you know, package, a hot uh, format that can do that can do well. So even in that, and the reason I, I, I described that is like right now at this moment, all the platforms are moving towards short form video. So yeah. I saw this opportunity, like I want to figure out a way to get my content. I'm making, you know, I have a podcast. I'm making long form speech based content that I really love. I love these conversations, much like you know, like you do with this show. But finding new listeners is so hard, and you can put links, you know, put links on Facebook and and um, you know Twitter or wherever, and like you know maybe somebody will click on it, but it, it's not going to perform that well. So how do we? The problem is like how do I you know take advantage of this movement towards short form video, and the content that I'm already creating to make um to make a tool like this. There's other tools that do similar things, but not that really solve that problem. How do you quickly and easily repurpose long form content into short form content. And that's what we're, that's what we're going after. So I think there's an opportunity here. I think the technologies are right between transcription software and, um, you know, pulling, tapping into, to B roll libraries, all of these things to make, make a cool product. And that's kind of the Genesis. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I'm wondering when, you know, promoting the show and, doing all that where things go as far as Instagram. And I don't really mess with TikTok much, but Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, that's and Snapchat, just wherever you want to do. But just, and like you said, things seem to be, like one week, some things seem to be like, you need to post like a seven second video in order to get yes. so many, yeah. right? And then yeah. I was reading on YouTube and sending out this thing where they're trying to go heavy into the podcast thing, where they're actually wanting you to 
have these long drawn out conversations like you and I are having, but yeah. I'll, I want you to cut it up and have the short or we have yep. YouTube shorts now. Yep. And, YouTube and, shorts yeah, and uh-huh. cut it up like that. And so it gets to totally. It, and for a guy like me, who's never really done a whole lot of this, right. As far as marketing, digital marketing, whatever you want to say, it's, it's a little overwhelming and just, totally. and I'm a one man show too. And it's just like, you know, just me get the whole show out there and edit it and, have free time to do everything else I want to do gets a little overwhelming, but you know, the, yeah. one of the things like you said that cutting it up and transcribing it and just, you know, filling out what people are like catching their eyes right now. Like, yes. What is it, you know, and just yes. it seems to be the ticket. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, my, my idea is, you know, I want to see where all these big, again, where all the money is flowing, where are these platforms investing their, investing their, their R and D budget and then find a way to get, my content there and help other people do the same. Yeah. Is that one of the things that most people who start podcasts or start, Hey, I want to create content. Like this is one of their first struggles. I mean, that was, well, I had other struggles along the way, but it's one that I've been running to. It goes up and down for me. Yeah. 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 I think, I think the first struggle is editing. Well, the first struggle is like, microphone it's like hardware it's like microphone and and headphones and you know your setup and then it's editing and then after editing is growth and um so it's not i don't think it's the first struggle but it, but i think we we all quickly get there. like once you get into the rhythm once you're like okay it's not hard for me to make a make another episode of the podcast then you start thinking about like okay now how do i get more listeners how do i how do i get found yeah. So with video snap, I mean, what are you doing anything right now as far as marketing on Instagram and just throwing it out there? I mean, has it launched yet or is it? Yeah. So we just launched a few weeks ago. So we, okay. we, um, we did a soft launch, uh, kind of a stealth, a stealth launch where we we're doing promotions to other software. So again, you know, I said like everything in my life has come through partnerships. Um, so partner partnering with other software owners that we, that we know and doing a, a, a promotion to their list where I would do a training about how to repurpose content, the ideas behind repurposing, why you want to do this basically. So you can, you know, so you can be Gary V, right. You can show up everywhere, be everywhere sure. um, on, on all the social media channels. Um, so we, we got our first, you know, a batch of users, about 45 users. Or so via, via that before we even, um, the, doing those trainings before we even had like a, a real website. So there's a couple of weeks ago, we launched the website. We're not running paid ads right now. Cause we're, we're scrappy. We're bootstrapped. We don't have VC back, you know, money. We haven't done fund, funding rounds or anything like that. But what I am doing is doing interviews like this and trying to get in, you know, get on great, great shows like this to have interesting conversations where I can also say, Hey, and I have the software if anyone's interested. Well, that's uh part of, you know, with technology today and everything that most people can just, easily get on a show and well not easily but just go on a show and just talk about it rather than just yeah we're out a 30 second snippet on you know whatever platform or whatever and you can actually stop more into exactly like why you created it how you created yes. it and like what yes. was the obstacles and what was your the meaning of it and where do you have it geared toward and stuff like that and kind of yeah get 100 percent to uh kind of know your personality and stuff it's like oh yeah even just well, like, i think yeah, yeah. Then, then people are, are buying into not just a product. Hopefully it's a great product. I mean, it really is a great product. The team that I built it with. So again, I'm not, I'm non-technical. 923.co is the agency that I partnered with to, to build this. Um, they're amazing, amazing agency for, for web app, mobile apps. Um, so we built an incredible piece of software and hopefully people will, you know, say, yeah, that's something that sounds cool. That's something I could use. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll use it, but yeah. even more than like the utility of it is also like, hopefully I'm building a relationship too. Right. And then some, sure. someone's like, Hey, that guy seems trustworthy. He's got an interesting story. Like I want to be a part of this just because 
he's the one behind it. Um, so, so it kind of has this whole nother you know, story layer to yeah. just a product that has utility. And I agree. I mean, like, would you know somebody who actually, you know, put their blood, sweat and tears into a product and that, and even that if it's not where you want it to be yet, but it's just knowing that person and what they did for it. Yes. And, like, and if, even if there's issues with it or whatever that I'm having, as yes. a, I can easily call on Dan and be like, yo, what's yes. up? Yeah. Like, help me out here. Like, and then I was, yeah. you know, and you kind of feed off one another and that, like you said that, you know, like editing and hardware and mics and stuff. And that's one thing that I tell people, if you want to do something, like don't use like, oh, I need to get a better mic or I need to get a $5,000 setup to totally yeah, like so do, guilty of that. Yeah. Get your iPhone out, you know, put your AirPods in, yeah. you know, use another phone or your iPad, whatever you have to start. Recording. Totally. Yeah, totally. Video. And it's just, and that was one thing that I had to learn to get over my obstacle because there's always a thousand reasons to say no to something. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even if you have the best, the best studio in the world, right? Like, let's put it, let's put it in the context of, of, of a musician, right? You could have the greatest musical setup in the entire world and you are not going to be, you know, creating a, a, a hit, right? Like, that's not actually what it takes to make a hit. And the same is totally true. Like, you're not going to become Paul McCartney just because you've got a really nice piano, right? Like, sure. you've actually got to use it. Exactly. And, uh, and, and that that's the that's where the real the real magic lies. We, we tend to focus on these externals and these maybe symbolic things and say, oh, well, I need I need a I need a better mic. I need a better this or that. When really, like, you just got to do the work. Exactly. Do you know who uh, Stephen Pressfield is? Yes, yes. Yeah, his book, The War of Art, I think it's what it's called. I love it. Yeah. yeah Fantastic actually, book. What he talks about is just that start, just go to work and just do the yeah. do the dirty stuff that you don't want to do. And all of a sudden he calls it the muse, I think, for those who haven't yep. read yep. it. And like it, it just comes to you and like magic happens and you start to build like you plant a seed and it starts to grow, right? And yeah, yeah. yeah. But it only comes if you're there in the chair, right? right. Because he's a writer, so you're there. there in the chair. But like you you've got to be doing the work first and then inspiration happens. And we tend to flip that around and say, Well, we gotta have all the right tools, we yeah. gotta have all the right stuff so that then inspiration will come when really it's just like sure do the work. Is is that thing is that this part of society today? Because you know, I hear that all the time is, you know, especially, you know, when I'm doing my training and stuff that people mm. are like, oh, well, I can't go work out yet. I got to go in shape before I go work out. I was like, what well, that's yeah, yeah. counterintuitive, ain't it? That don't make sense. And then, <laughs> you know, they go and buy new, new shoes, a new outfit, like yeah. oh, Monday, right? And they, yeah. come Monday, they come Tuesday, then, oh, I'm pretty sore. I ain't coming the rest of the week. And then it's, yeah. out, and it's like, wait, bro, what are you doing? And I think, I mean, I think it's like part, partly we like to have, a good external, you know, like we want to have a good, uh, a pretty picture. And I think social media plays into this too, right? Like, you know, on Instagram, you know, it's not just like a, you know, the, the poorly, poorly framed selfies, right? It's always like the right angle. You gotta, you know, you gotta look good. So we're always seeing like this curated version of everyone else. And so then I think we have this pressure that like, we don't want to be in process. We don't want to be a mess. We don't want to have our our microphone not sound perfect and crisp on the podcast or, or whatever might be like, there's this fear, I think of, of being in process, but I, I really believe, and maybe this is the pastor in me, you know, from uh 15, 15 plus years ago, like that's part of being human. Like it's part of like, yeah. that's it's what it means to be human is we're always growing. We're always becoming like, and, and, and so like to be, to be in process in its very nature is part of the human experience. And so the more we can show up that way, Mm -hmm. And just admit that, like, I mean, kind of like, I guess, my story in 2022, right? It's been a, it's been a, a ride of a year, and I, I'm not proud of it. But like, that's the reality of, of the the year that I've that I've lived. And that's my truth in this moment. 
Yeah. That was one thing I had to learn to get out of my own way when starting this podcast. Yeah. That, like you said, you know, nobody's perfect. You know, I don't, you know, nobody wants to look like a fool when they try something new. Right. But I had to yeah. put that aside and just say, whatever, I'm going to try it out. Yes. What happens and just go with it. You know? Yes. And, and it was like when you were talking about, you said earlier, and I don't want to skip over this, but you said like you started like these companies and you have little to no tech schools, technical schools. Yeah. You said, yeah. Yes. 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 So I had to learn just to, I'll pick up. Learn as you go. Yeah, I'll learn. I'm a a hack job. I'm a hack job through and through, you know? And like, that's again, like, this is me, this is me being like, yeah, uh, we're all in process, but like the people that we look up to the most, they're just figuring it out as they go. And, and anyone who tells you otherwise is lying, lying to themselves and also lying to you, you know? So like, it's okay to not know. It's okay to, 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 to figure it out. Um, and that's, I mean, I think that's life at its best is like, there's no map to where we want to go, uh, especially in, yeah. in 2022, right? Like yeah. career paths, you know, what is a career path anymore? You know, chasing your dreams, like it's always going to be a, a very squiggly non, you know, non-linear, a very circuitous path. And so embrace that. Was that, well, we starting your software companies and with like little, no technical skills, like you said, I mean, yeah. it's the hardest Thing, or even your podcast too, if you want to mention that. But what yeah, was yeah. the hardest ob- or biggest obstacle, even personally or just mm. you know, with the equipment setup that you had to you know overcome? Besides, like you're just talking about learning as we go, and you just like yeah, yeah. It was just like for me, it was like like I said, getting my getting out of my own way and just yes, going to work. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's always the next the next obstacle, and it's like as soon as you and I think that's that's some of the challenge is like you reach these moments when you feel like you've made it. I mean, and that, again, coming into 2022, I was like, we have this great growth tra- growth trajectory. We're going to start, you know, my business partner and I are going to start taking, we, we, we tr- transitioned our LLC to, to be a, a uh, S corp or whatever it is so that we can like start taking a salary and like all this stuff. And it's like, and then it all you know, comes crumbling down. You think you get to this, the summit and then it's like a false summit. And there's like, there's still more climb um, to be had on, on the other side. But like the commonality, the theme, when I look back on on my whole journey, the hardest part is like really believing. I mean, this is going to sound, this is going to sound like really soft, but that's, that's who I am. But like, kind of like believing in yourself along the way, like it's hard. It's really hard. And there's some days you're like, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to solve this problem. I don't know how to, I don't know how to get more users to, to video snap. Right. But I'm going to get on some podcasts and see what happens. Um, and that's, and like, being okay with like the the unknown of what you're doing trying to get to an outcome but not not being certain what the path is to that outcome and believing that you have the resources internally to to face whatever might come up i think that's i think that's the hard part but that's also the fun part sure you know yeah. it's both yeah. yeah there's a thing that i've learned in this little journey that i've been doing lately like through my fitness journey and the podcast journey that you're know, doing hard things you find out about, you know, what type of personality you have and what flaws you have, or also, you know, like talking about the work, if you just wake up and just say, I'll just edit that video later, you know, and then you just end up not doing it till Monday or whatever, but you got to learn that, you know, that, Hey, if I want to do this stuff and make it happen, I got to learn like, how, how am I really going to do and how am I going to set a new routine and become what I want to be. And, you know, you look up to, you know, the big time podcasters, you know, you know, like, I don't know, like Joe Rogan. I don't even know who's a big time right now. Ben Shapiro, the smartless guys, they all got. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, those guys, you're just like, oh, I can never be them. But once you just decide mm-hmm. that, well, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for yourself? Are you yep. doing it as a challenge? 
Are you just going to have fun with it? I mean, what is your actual goals? I mean, that was my kind of my goal. I didn't know it was going to go this far, right? I thought it was yeah. just a couple episodes, me just talking a bunch of trash with my friends and just excuses during yes. COVID and go with that. But now, me, you know, me and you were having this conversation. And that, and that was also like, you know, my demons would come out like, okay, like I remember posting the first episode where yeah. I was so nervous about, you know, even like when you were launching your video snap, like I was so nervous, like how people were going to take it, right? Is there going to be yep. what kind of comments am I going to get? You know, positive. Yeah negative whatever it's just because you know the internet can be cruel right yes and yes but once you just kind of just push that aside and just say you know like i said like yeah. what are you doing this for you know why what's your why yeah. is what it is yes and just ignore you know, i love it yeah lock out the mechanism and just go with whatever you want to do and yes and yeah and just go with that you know and I, that's what i went into this mindset with once yeah. i got my head that way it took me a while but i once i got it there i well, love it i love it so i think you know my in in my work um around meaning and purpose for with entrepreneurs there's four there's four areas in, of of meaning in and this applies to entrepreneurs, it applies to people with, with any any type of work, any kind of creative endeavor or just work endeavor, four areas where we experience meaning. And you, you spoke to them, and that's why I want to kind of okay. highlight them here, is that you you find meaning from the people. Yep. So that's the so they all start with peace because I used to be a pastor, so they have to alliterate, right? Uh, uh, the the people, so that's the people you work with, the people you work for, the people that you manage, you know, the people that you collaborate with, your friends along the way, your comrades, however you want to talk about yep. that. Those relationships are a, a strong place to find meaning. The process, and we kind of already talked about the process a little bit. Like that's that's you know Stephen Pressfield's stuff, right? Like it's actual doing doing the work. So it's like just like you're talking about, like just. Is not about the the reception necessarily. It's not about you know all the accolades that you'll get when you post your first episode, but like just sitting down and recording. Like so, you can find meaning in the actual creative or yeah. the, the the work of doing the work, and that applies to to any any field. You know, whether an accountant that loves to get the the numbers balanced, the developer who likes to get make their code look pretty, all of those things. So you got the the people, you got the process, the product, which you know in, in the world of of software it's like you know the software product but like for you with this podcast is like the impact that you're making like to make this this conversation available to your to your listeners or whatever it might be the benefit that you're you're providing to other to to people in the world the problem that you're solving and then finally it's the profit and profit isn't necessarily money it can be um but it's lifestyle it's um other you know other benefits that you get back from yeah. the um from from the work that you do and so like any any work whether it's a side project or a job or an entrepreneurial endeavor at its best is going to like check the all four of those boxes have some strong attributes in each of those bo boxes and things can get really confusing if we're really high in one or um low in you know and in, in low in another uh, but what, what what just to bring it full circle all the way back to like what you were you were saying about like you do the work right you 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 put it out there, and if you're only looking at like what's the impact, what's the product of of what I just released, the, you said you know the internet can be cruel, and absolutely it can be cruel. But I also know that the internet can just be silent, and like that's like in my, in my experience of podcasting, all too often I'm like this great conversation, I edited this thing so well, I put it out there, and then it's just crickets. Yeah. Right, like you don't get to see that that impact. You don't necessarily get to see the product of the work. So, in those circumstances, it's so it's so important to be able to say, well, at least I got to have this great conversation with an interesting dude in Virginia on the other side of the country from me, and like got to, to got to enjoy you know using my my mic setup and my my gear and getting the editing. Like, do you, you, there's all these other other benefits, all these other ways that like doing this 
is fun and feeds me, even if I don't get to necessarily see the product, uh, you know, in, in this actual like moment right now. So hopefully that's helpful for people. Yeah. You know what else, while you were talking, this is what I was thinking of that. It still freaks me out to this day. Like I was telling you earlier, before we started recording that I'm coming up on year two, but you know, besides a few emails or whatever we exchanged to set this up that when, you know, you come up, you dropped. Uh Oh, you st- you... nobody there. Just checking my I, connection. I, I can hear you. No, you're back. Are you back? Okay. Wait, you're back now. Okay. okay I don't know what happened. I was oh. like, Oh no. I'm like my internet. Everything's, everything's uh, good I, here. So I, 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 yeah, I lost you. Lost that whole, whole bit there. Just came up. So my internet connection's unstable. So I don't know what's going Got on, it. but, yeah. uh, yeah, so but my thought was that besides a few emails that we exchanged or whatever for us to set this up and yeah, freaks me out like when I still do these things that I never know what's coming on. on the- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. the other side of this computer yeah. right and i have no i kind of got an idea how i want the conversation to go based on what what i read about you and things like that yes and like doing the research that's kind of fun for me too but it's also that i really don't have a you know an idea of what this guy's personality is going to be like you know i don't 100%. know if we're, we're going to match i don't know if we're going to vibe i don't know if it's yes. just, you know just trying to what it pulling teeth is trying to get you know a conversation yeah, yeah. right and it's yeah. just but it's also like when I was talking about those hard things that, mm. like, well, you know, I'm already in here. We're going. We're recording. I got to figure this out on the fly, and yeah, I can, right? Yeah, but it like builds. I don't know. Builds courage. I think. Like, I feel like. You know, have you noticed that? Like, do you feel like you're more able to like strike up a conversation when you're in line at the store or like whatever? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. How is it? How is it bled out into your everyday life? So. One thing, another reason why I started this is that, you know, besides going down to the gym and just having our bro conversations and just talking about your day and just, but, yeah. and I was always the guy, you know, growing up in college and, you know, even in high school and stuff, whenever like certain topics like political stuff, uh, religion, hot topics like abortion, whatever, whenever they come up, I was always the guy kind of just fading back into the scene just because yeah, just I watching. Want, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to express my opinions just because I don't want the judgment. I don't, yeah. I don't say something stupid. You know, yeah. what are they going to think of me afterwards? Am I going to have friends after? What if I say something that's not what I meant? But anyway, yeah. but, but now, and like I said, you know, part of the fun is doing the research and, yeah. that, you know, and like having people from all different walks of life and, you know, different backgrounds just to help keep me well balanced and help not rigid. And that way I can see perspectives from other people's shoes. But, you know, when I go to the gym now or go out with friends or whatever, you know, I feel like I have more to say and I'm more comfortable in doing this. I have more to say rather than just, yes. How was your day? How's yes. it You know, it's just, yes. Yeah. And it's it, awesome. Yeah, and it makes me feel that if, if one of those conversations come up that, you know, if it's 
politics, religion, legalized marijuana, whatever it is that I can actually feel like I can share my thoughts. I feel more comfortable sharing my thoughts and why right. why I think the way if it should be this way or that way. Yeah, if that makes sense. It so, totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really, I don't really try to do it to random strangers in grocery stores just because. Yeah, yeah. like I'm just I'm just a person to get my stuff and I'm I'm going right. Yeah, I hate, yeah. I hate grocery shopping for some reason, <laughs> but but yeah, but like when I sit down and talk with people, yeah, that's what I've noticed more about me that. Yeah, I, I feel like, and I'm not trying to put myself on a mountain or whatever, but I feel like I have more interesting things to say just besides. Totally. So I love it. I love it. Well, I think that I think that's part of like. I don't know you building, you building, you getting your reps in. Like you know how to have a conversation. You know how to you can fill you can fill an hour with a stranger on the internet and make it really interesting. Like that's power, you know that's powerful. Yeah, so if it, you can do that, then yeah, you can you can hang with your buddies when they talk about something that's you know a hot button hot button issue and and not you know not feel bad about it. So and that was the thing it. too that if it was a hot button topic that if they were to get upset over something I said like now is just that well I, well I mean I'm not saying like we have to argue and. Let's have a full out debate right here. Yeah, yeah. It's like this, you know, we can talk rationally. We're adults. And this at the end of the day, though, I'm still going to respect you and hang out with you unless you just completely yes. say something completely, you know, demeaning to, towards me. But, yes. but, and like, and it's kind of, and I, you know, like I said, I didn't like debates or anything like that. But now it's just kind of cool just to, you know, when you, like, if you were to say something, it's like, oh, wait, never thought about it like that. That makes a yeah. lot of sense, you know? And yeah. yeah. But, you know, like I said, like, my goal for these podcasts is just for both parties to walk away and feel good about the conversation, even yes. if something does come up and we disagree on it. But just that's life, you know. Yeah. Like you said, we're complete. We walk through two different journeys in life, and we go through yeah. different experiences, and we never know, yeah. you know, what one person thinks of there, especially with a random stranger, you know. Yes, it's yeah. so cool, and I think that's you know what I've loved about podcasting and being guests is just like. Exactly what you're talking about, like how you can get on a conversation, get you know, get on a call with someone you've never met before, and go to all kinds of interesting places, and just what a, what an amazing tool! Technology just blows my mind. The internet's an amazing place. Yeah, if you would have told me, you know, back in 2009, that's when I graduated college, my bachelor's degree, that you know, podcasts were going to be a big thing, and I don't even yes. know how long podcasts have been going now, but I would have just been like, what? Yeah, yeah. People will get on the internet and you know, like Joe Rogan have three hour conversations or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's no, who's like, who's going to listen to that? And especially when I did start this podcast and I didn't mean to, you know, go down this podcast soapbox. I'll take it back. to. Well, I'm curious. So I okay. so keep going. This is great. Okay, cool. But let's just flip, let's just flip it around. <laughs> but it was one of these things that, you know, even now, like, you know, when I just go coming home from Thanksgiving or whatever, people were just like, you know, like, what are you doing? You podcasting? And I was like, yeah, you know, I started a podcast. Like, well, who's listening to that? And I was like, well, some people are. And yeah. like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, we just talk about whatever comes up or whatever the person's background is. Like, well, and like, you know, it was one of these people who never really heard a podcast or anything. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like, who does that? Who who listens to that? And like, well, you watch the news for an hour. I mean, what's the, you know, I, I mean, I maybe I, go, I might go on little random topics or sometimes, but, um, but yeah, it's like well, I, I just feel behind that. Like that's just such an interesting narrative. Like who would listen to that? Like would that just speaks to that own person's like self, maybe limiting like, belief that they could that they could have an interesting conversation. You know, kind of like rock and roll back in the day when it, you know I guess it came out in like heavy metal or I don't even know eighties hair bands and people just yeah. So you know, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll? They're killing the kids. You know, you should yeah. be this up, and now it's kind of like whatever. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what I see it as. Like people yeah. hate it at first, and then it just starts to go with the flow. It just just becomes mainstream, right? Yeah, now everybody's got a podcast. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's it. And then yeah, that's it. Every like literally, 
I don't know how many podcasts are out there, like three or four million was the last time yes. I saw. And yes. they went up so big during COVID. And I was one of the numbers too. But now I hear that they're falling out just because of people are done with getting it. back to work and get back to work. They don't have they don't yeah they don't have the stick the the the, the will to stick with it like you do. Well, well, it's one of these things that when I do things, you know, I get and it's, I've never been an entrepreneur except if you want to count this as entrepreneurship. But I count it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but you know, I, I've learned that when you start something and if you I want to make it good or I want to make it yeah as good as I can with whatever resources I have and just you know keep riding it until I get bucked off. I guess is yeah. Way to put yeah. It. That, and I, I I had a set goal in mind and I had a set structure that, okay, this is how I'm going to do things and we'll just see how it plays out. And just yeah. and I always tell all my other friends, like when people stop listening, then I'll stop recording or whatever. And yeah. My, I, I, I've been thinking about picking up a musical instrument, actually. So yeah. speaking of that, but there yeah. you go. So that's my Did, thing. Have you, have you reached that goal yet? Can I ask you that? Can I, what, what, I'm curious what the goal is and if you, if you, how, how far you are along the way. Ask me whatever you want to, bro. Uh, as far as what what's goal? As far as well, the, like you said, like you had a goal that you're just chasing after with the podcast, and and so you're, uh, just, you're following well, through on it. Uh, my first goal was to like I got to 50 episodes, right? Well, actually, it was yeah, like, to 10 episodes. I did 10. And I yeah. Like, okay, I'm doing this. You know, we're doing yeah. it. it's happening. And I remember the first time I actually got to interview somebody like yourself, just somebody random that who's not one of my friends or even just, yeah. I don't even want to say interview, but just have a conversation with, right. That, and I forgot that was like in 20 episode, 20 something, 30 something. And I was like, shoot, man. All right. Maybe I, I can get to 50. Right. And yes. it got to be like that. Then, you know, you get past 50 and I'm in my sixties and I was like, well, I'm almost to a hundred right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and like now, you know, going two years in, like literally your episode 190 something, I think. That's so, wild. And so now it's like, well, I'm going to be coming up on 200th episodes or 200. Yes. So now that was my goal too. And then like, and after that, depending on how it goes from there, I guess I'll still keep going. Cause that's what I'd be like. Hey man, I'm still going, man. I'm still people. Yeah. I'm getting downloads. Why not? You know, and it's so good. It's still fun. And I still get to have cool conversations with people like yourself. And, like, and yeah. even if it's not, you know, I have endorsements sending me, I don't know what, like, uh, I don't know, like Apple sending me iPhones and stuff. Yeah, to, yeah, right. right? <laughs> it's still, it's still, then you'll know, then you'll yeah, arrive. But it's still fun, just in like building these. You know, sometimes I forget that building. How much fun is building these connections with people? Yes. From them, and even though I completely like, agree, you were talking about profit earlier. Even if there is no, you know, Bitcoin or actual real yeah. money coming in, that just that yeah. at the end of the day, like that was fun. That was cool. Yes. You know, I'm yeah. glad like I took an like an hour out of my day just to sit and talk with Dan about, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's, it's, it's so cool. And regard, like, you don't know where you, you don't know where your life is going. You don't know where your aspirations are going. You don't know where your career is going, but you're building a resource that you can point to. And just imagine, like, say you want to get another, another, another job, right? Like you apply for that job and sure, this has, you know, may, is, you know, may have no crossover with whatever you're applying for, sure. but like, think about these two resumes that look the same. And like this one guy's got this podcast he's been doing for years that's super interesting and like people can like get to know you yep. via your podcast like they're like it's an it's an asset and so you're build you're building something you're building a legacy and so i applaud you thank you well, that was another, you for, that, for that, what you're doing that was another goal too was that you know whatever i'm saying on here people are going to be listening to and that i wanted like this conversation to be the same thing that i would have at dinner like with you you know even yeah. though i know we're recording like i want to be my true authentic self I want people because, you know, people will call you out on your bullshit and yeah. hey, I, you didn't say that last time on that podcast, man. Like, uh -huh. hey, like you, you lied or you just making stuff up. So I was like, 
Because you just got to be Chris Sheeler, man. You just got to do your thing. So yeah. And and speaking to that though, I wanted to ask you, like going back into your, if you asked me about the conversations like in a grocery store or whatever, but when yeah, you yeah. started your podcast and like having yeah. your, being a pastor, being having that background, was it easy yeah. for you just to kind of go right into it and uh, just start talking? And because you yeah. like, you had you were comfortable talking in front of crowds, I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, I was definitely comfortable talking in front of crowds, but I I think that. I've always um, carried a lot of, uh, I don't know, social pressure, I guess, or maybe anxiety on behalf of the other person, whether or not they are feeling anxious, right? Like, so I felt, I felt, especially early on, like afraid of asking a question that would put somebody in a place where they felt like they didn't know how to respond or, um, or, yeah, like not, not, you know, navigate the, the conversation in the most eloquent way. And so I think that I had a lot of anxiety at first going into the, going into the the interviews. I would like be thinking about them all day. And then like, like, I remember the first, the first couple of episodes that I ever recorded, I was like, I, I just hit record on the mic. And it was just like, I was just kind of in, trying to introduce the the topic, but you'd listen back. And it's like, I was just like an adrenaline junkie, like <laughs> just like gone skydiving. I was like, this is awesome. Like, uh -oh. some time to like take take a chill pill chill out um and also just kind of lean into the, the conversation i think you know if you have too much too much of your own stuff your own fears your own concern going in then it then it's hard to actually hear the other person or actually see the other person and, and pay attention to what they're you know what they're bringing to the table because you're just worried about what you're going to say next and how to direct the conversation next and so um so yeah i i think that's that's was you know some of the bigger learnings along the way for me and 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 going along with that and you know building your software company and building video snap and stuff and you know most and yeah and but i guess what am i trying to say here generally speaking pastors are looked up as a leader for example yeah. right and mm -hmm. you starting these companies i mean were you able to take what you learned as being a pastor as far as leadership modality yeah in there and like being a you know a boss of or a supervisor of totally or people like I can't remember what. Yeah, you said. yeah, yeah. Is that I, 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 yeah, that's a great that's a great insight. I, I really think so. I mean, like I I am who I am in all the in all the different places. You know, all the different aspects, all different parts of my life. I'm still the same, still the same guy. And I think that I you know I carry with me you know a couple of things. One is like I I tend to wear my heart on my sleeve, and um you know like like I said earlier, it's like a such a soft. <laughs> I forget what the question was that you asked, but like such a soft response, and that's just kind of my my tendency. Um, and like, I, I'm strong in empathy. I, I really care about the people that I, that I interact with, whether those are, you know, people like you across the internet or people that work for me. Sure. Um, but especially with the people that work for me, like, I really want them to, to have a good experience and to, to feel like what we're doing together is moving them forward in life and helping them achieve their goals and taking care of their family and all of those, all of those things. So it's definitely a part of, um, yeah, a, a part of myself that I, that I carry with me. And I think, I guess the other piece is like, I think that, I guess I've already said it, that that everything in my life, everything good in my life has come through relationships, come through partnerships. And I think a big part of that is um, I'm just, I'm good with people as like, again, like that's such a, such a soft skill, right? Like you don't put that at the top of your, top of your resume. Um, thankfully I don't need to at this, at this moment, at least. Um, but it's, it's a hundred percent true that like, I, I think I'm good at helping people feel like I care about them because I genuinely do. I think, yeah. I, and, um, and that opens doors. Yeah. You know, a lot of people just won't, even if you can't help them with their problems, just to vent to somebody and just yeah. knowing that they're listening in my experiences anyway. Yes. They're just listening and that, Hey, you know, 
cool. I can open up to Dan. I feel better. You know, he may have said a few cool little quips and now I'm going my <laughs> way, even though if we didn't fix my problems or anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just good that, you know, you, you generally took the time to listen to a person. Yes. You're right of this. Cause I feel like sometimes people think they want their problems fixed right there with instant results. Kind of like going yep. back to the earlier conversation, but really like in, in my experience, again, that, you know, I just wanted somebody just to hear me out, you know, Hey, my day yes. sucked. That's all I wanted to say, you know, and I just yes. want to get that off. Like I, instead of like, instead of just telling myself a thousand times over all day, I just wanted to go sit down, you know, have a nice dinner, but Hey man, my day sucked. And let me tell you what, yes. <laughs> give me five it's minutes. Like, I mean, I totally agree. Like a thousand percent. It's like a conversation, just re- replaying a conversation I had with my wife, like last week about something, you know, she was, had been with the kids all day and she was like having some discipline thing, like one of the kids acting up or whatever. And, and then I'm like, she tells me about it and it was like super hard. And I'm like, Oh, well you got to do this or that or this. And she's like, I think I just want you to hear like how crappy it's been. Exactly. I'm like, sorry like <laughs> yes yeah. i'm sorry that it's been yeah. uh yeah so getting out of that fix it mind like sometimes people just want to be seen they want to be heard they want their experience their lived experience to be validated and so if you can do that for people that's a gift you know have you always seen yourself as a caring person like, even when you were a young child hmm that's a great question yeah i i, I think so I think like, I mean, like I've already said, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit emotional. You go, you, you go back through my podcast feed. It's not uncommon. I'll get choked up on a, on a, you know, on an interview. Like sure. it's not, it's, I, I don't fit the mold of like a, you know, the stereotypical masculine, you know, male energy, you know? And yeah. And like, uh, it took, it's taken me a long time to like, to, to feel okay about that. Right. Cause it's so counter countercultural, I guess, in some ways, like, I don't like, I don't know. I guess I'm calling myself a sissy, right? Like that's what it feels like, right? Like, but I, we don't have other language for that, for that, uh, for for a man who feels a lot. Um, and so, and I think that that goes hand in hand with care, and and I think you can't really you can't really separate the two. And so, um, the, the that's a long way to answer your question. Like yes and and no. Like I think I have always been um, been this way, but I also it's taken me a long time to like really just say yeah. I'm a guy and I, I'm a dude that cries a lot. And that's just, I've been in this body for 40 years and that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's taken, it's taken me, you know, some growing up to be able to just own that. Yeah. Well, are you, you're 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, I mean, I'm 36, but so you're not much older than me, but yeah. to your point though, I, you know, growing up for me, you know, I lived in a very rural area and I was always watching movies and, you know, growing up in the early, late eighties and early nineties, yeah. it's all about, Mm, like you know bochismo macho yes yes those type of movies and like be arnold schwarzenegger Sylvester Stallone, and like those type of people like like they were the uh, cultural icons i guess right you had to be like them and if you were one of these people who were to express their feelings or how you really felt or you're like hey i'm sad you know like yeah it was kind of what you said that you know you really i mean you were looked down as a sissy right you weren't supposed to be that uh, being in a male Yep. You weren't supposed to do that. And that's kind of totally. what I, and kind of growing up that was for me is just that, you know, I felt like if I did express my feelings that it was like, well, you shouldn't think that way. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, well, totally. maybe why I'm thinking this way. I mean, I feel, I feel weird. I feel bad. And yeah, like it was just you know, like what every or most kids there did was just take whatever that feeling was and just stuff it down. Just and, stuff it down. Exactly. And just like, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, I had a, 
probably I had a bad temper when I was little, you know. I'm just and I don't know if that was because those outbursts right there just were yeah. me just not really understand or even knowing how to express feelings or whatever. Yes. And yes. so well, yeah, and like anger as as you know, we're getting to like stereotypes of of, of gender and stuff, but like you know, it, it's okay for for a male to express anger. Like that's an that's 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 an okay you know emotion, but not sad, yeah. not tenderness, not you know any of those you know more feminine um, yeah feelings. But now so, I'm wondering if it's becoming. I think it's becoming more acceptable just because. Yes. Of, yes. Just Thank goodness. Of, yeah, and yeah, just because of. You know, even growing up to, you know, like yoga and stuff like that was like, you know, you don't do yoga. That's for just, you know, only women or whatever. But now, yeah, yeah. now it's like there, there's a lot more research coming out about how, like, you know, pro athletes are incorporating their routines every day just because yes. of longevity that they can keep playing and stuff like that. Yes. And like now, you know, it's cool to have these, you know, mental health conversations rather than yeah. not a sexy conversation, so to speak, quote unquote. But it's it's OK to have these now. hundred percent. If for whatever, I guess, because that's a trend or just more research we're learning about the human mind and the neuroscience yeah. behind all that but it's just like it's acceptable now that's my whole point i guess before yeah. I, I, and I, i'll sign off on that and i think that some of it's that like our our generation grew up with like that you know these this hard black and white de definitions of what it meant to, to be male or what it meant to be female and like you know, like I've been sharing just even now, like in my experience, like I didn't fit those molds perfectly. And and so I had to like, you know, not hurt. And so like sure. now, and so now I'm like, I want to have a conversation like this so that other people can hear it and be like, oh, maybe I'm not the only one, you know? Um, and so I think that we're slowly breaking down some of those stereotypes and making more space for, for the, for these conversations about mental health, about, about feelings, about, yoga about self-care about whatever it is like you don't have to just be a macho and, and just you know grit your teeth and hustle your way through yeah i think that was one man i hope i didn't lose my train of thought here but that was one of the things that you know i lost my train of thought but it, you said something and now i lost yeah, yeah. i can't remember yeah. But it was well, I, I would just kind of on this theme, you know, something else I'll just add, like I was on uh, on Reddit the other day and there's like some some video that was trending. It was like really tender between this this woman and, and her dad who had like um, dementia. And like one of the top comments was like, oh, oh, great. Now I got to go stuff my you know, stuff, stuff these tears somewhere or like, uh, you know, go cry in the men's room. And then like the, the next comment was like, dude, you don't have to do that anymore. Um, and I thought it was like just the bet. And I like, go and that one like had had like so many upvotes, like we don't, and I think that's what it was like, we don't have to do that anymore. Didn't anybody tell you? And I'm like, that's so good mm -hmm. to see on Reddit. You know, someone just out there in the internet saying, dude, as a man, it's okay to have feelings. You know, uh, that's where I was going to go with my thought before I lost it. Just you said something and, um, but just talking about, you know, anger and emotions and crying yeah. and stuff that I've seen in college, and I'm not calling anybody out or anything, but there were situations that happened where, you know, the es the situation just escalated to a thousand percent and yeah, people were almost getting so angry and shouting, yes. like, especially guys. And then all of a sudden afterwards, when everything cooled down, like there was a crying afterwards from guys. Yeah. It's like wow. Like the release. Yes. And I was just like I remember wondering that it's like, wait, what just happened? You know, that guy was furious, punching walls, yelling, screaming, cussing, yeah, you know, saying everything, and all of a sudden now that he's outside, the escalate the situation got de-escalated. Yes. Like he's the emotions are coming out like yes like, totally like, whoa and like it, i remember just blowing my my mom was blown like what and i was trying to understand like what is going on in the human mind mm -hmm. and i just remember mm -hmm. thinking that like how does this happen like i don't and, and I, yeah. 
And I remember it, it, it did happen to me once in high school that I cried. And like, I kind yeah. of forgot about it until like, I got super mad. Then all these feelings came out and I cried. Yeah. It happened. And, like, yeah. and I, I don't know where that was my point or what I was going Yeah. Was well, I mean, like psychologically, it makes it makes a ton of sense. You know, I'm a, I'm a dad. I've got three three kids, seven, four, and two. And sometimes, you know, one of them in particular has a lot of big emotions. And I've done a lot of research about this. Like, what do you do with kids? You know, big emotions. They're like, you got to get them to move. They they don't they don't know how to like they don't know what to do. With, and like the way the emotions sometimes come out is like being rough or like being too you know, uh, yeah, just playing too rough, throwing things or like whatever it might be. And it's like it's it's just their way of processing their emotions. So what you have to do is get them uh get them you know get their heart rate up get them laughing uh play games where they get scared like chase them around like not scared like scared for their lives but like a little bit just a little bit of fear get them to scream you know but like in a good way yeah and all of that is how how their their body processes their emotions because they don't have the capacity to like talk their feelings out or anything like that so it just you know, it just rings true with, with your experience exactly yeah. what you're saying is that something? And and I guess I'm just asking this. I'm you know I'm just a single dad of two dogs. Is all I have. I've never been. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but um, is that just something you had to learn as a parent, or is that something you kind of? Yeah, I mean that piece in particular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't even remember which which books. Um, I I mean I, I read a lot of I read a lot of parenting books, a lot of you know books about how to. How to I just want to do a good job, you know. Like sure. I feel like this is the, my most important my most important work is is these kids. Sure. Um, and so, especially with uh, you know, with this, with, um, some of these big, big feelings and things, and like sometimes it can come out as anger. Like it can be a little dis- disconcerting because it's like, what's you know, what's going on with my kid? I don't know how to, how to help them. And so, so yeah, it's just, just through like listening to a lot of audiobooks. I go on runs and listen to audiobooks. And that's how I, that's how I, that's how I learn how to parent. <laughs> I'm, I'm an audiobook guy too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you find those runs though? Real? I mean, I know we're getting kind of short on time here, but those runs yeah. are they helping you with your anxiety your problems oh yeah 100 percent. yeah i i i feel like um yeah my 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 mental health i I, you know kind of alluded to some of this you know having strong feelings things like that i've had different points in my life struggles with depression and things along those lines anxiety um but like running is just like it's 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 like my therapy in so many ways like it i feel like it fixes it i don't know fixes it's not the right word it helps my brain stay on track um that's what i found out for me yeah I started running a few months ago just because I trained for a half marathon and I, I'd never been a runner besides yeah. you know, whatever I had to do in CrossFit or whatever, but yeah. just found out, you know, running these four or five, six miles a day, just, I was able to like to be, to put a podcast in audio yes. and just like it balanced me out. You know, I was able to kind of think totally. about things and just yep. in my CrossFit workouts. Yeah. Exercise does help, but it's kind of, you're such an, a, your heart's beating so quick and you're such yes. a, worrying about whatever next movement you got to go do what who's the guy beside you you're going to beat him or whatever yeah <laughs> but i would when, when running it was just be me by myself with my headphones and i just 100 it was like what yeah. is zen like is maybe that's what i'm yeah. Trying to say. yeah yeah oh i totally agree and it's so great to like go out there on a you know six mile run or whatever and it's like no matter what else happened in your day no matter how how successful or unsuccessful you can be like i just put those i put down six miles and like i did something today you know and there's something from that too for sure well then yeah. uh hate to cut this short but yeah it's so fun yeah such um, a fun conversation and, and i don't know if we uh hit all the things on video snap or whatever but if you want to plug in video snap yeah just anything totally you promote, feel free to do that yeah yeah i mean anyone who um is making long-form content wants to speech speech any kind of speech-based content and wants an easy way to get it into your viral ready as, as i like to talk about it check out videosnap.io we've got a great free trial that you can get in there and, and um start start playing with it 
any entrepreneurs that are um you know want thinking about their the businesses they're building and want to uh to to build a business they love for the long haul would love to reach out to them or, or have them reach out to me you can find my podcast it's all about those themes the meaning movement you can find me at the meaning movement.com um and so yeah those are the places um I'm, i i write a lot on linkedin um so i can be found there um, and then finally, if I, uh, I'm, I'm building stuff with, you know, 923 is this, this 923.co is this agency that I built VideoSnap with, um, and they've tasked me with finding some more clients for them. So if anyone's interested in building a web or mobile app, um, hit me up as well, um, for that. So there's just been a, such a fun conversation, Chris. And I'm glad, like I said, thanks I'm, for having me. I'm glad you were here, man. Like, uh, we hit on some good stuff and I enjoyed it. And, uh, like I said, it was one of these great conversations that you don't know who's going to come in on the other side, but it just goes extremely well. I and love it. And it's cool. So, but cool. I but love it. Anything else? Well, before you yeah, I'm just looking forward, forward to staying connected, Chris. Really appreciate it. Again. All right, cool. Appreciate you. Um, and, and we're it. We're out, folks. That's it. We're good. <laughs> See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park